This is Matthew O'Brien from Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. You're with Mo Trains Tracks. Enjoy. A big welcome to all you reggae heads. You're listening to Mo Trains Tracks. I'm Mo. We're headed back to the vault for an interview with Matthew O'Brien, the former lead vocals and guitars for the Roots Reggae and Dub outfit called Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. Although Matthew and the band have parted ways, this interview gives a great insight into the mind of one who has created a thriving and perpetually touring band. Have a listen as we discuss the vibe of their band, brushes with the great Toots from Toots and the Maytals, and their green stance. We wish both Matthew and Giant Panda the best in the future, so be sure to check them both out when they hit your area. So from the vaults, the tracks bring to you Matthew O'Brien, former vocals and guitars for Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. Hey, we're sitting backstage here with Matt from Giant Panda. What's going on, man? How are you? Very well, man. I'm very well. Nice to see you, Monty. Awesome. Great set today. Thanks. How was the Rothbury experience compared to your other festival experiences? We've gotten to experience it since Thursday night. We had a whole day and a half of anticipation of our own set. Everything has been super exceptional, super clean, and uh, the vibe is real strong. And then our, uh, the experience with the set was very, very great. We played first, so we got a excellent sound check full we were like ready to go all dialed in before we took the stage so that's better than most festivals where you rush to get on your music draws from the roots dub but you guys also mix in improvisation how important is it for the band to take the listeners on a musical journey it fulfills our own musical desires and our own creative desires to be able to take those risks in the live setting and really feel like we're pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves and for uh, very many people Apparently, it's some of their favorite thing they get to experience at the Panda shows as well. The improvisation, I have to say, even recently, it's been openly uh, confirmed that we really want to bring that to every show, and we really want everybody to have that experience of not knowing what's going to happen next, no plan. So you feel your live show is really a bread and butter of your music, or you feel your recordings? We tour 180 shows a year, and our live show is the bread and butter. For sure. The history of reggae would be like a studio history. You know, a lot of the sweet reggae we've heard over the years is all produced in the studio and rare live. And we've, you know, sought to bring true root sound and that real vibration to the live scene as much as we can, you know, our, our contribution to that. Well, speaking of which, you've shared the stage with some legends. How have they really influenced your sound? And do you have any stories with the classics? Their sound influenced us for our whole upbringing. Lee Scratch Perry was influencing our sound before we knew which recordings he had influenced so much, you know? You know, you listen to the old Bob Marley and that was all black art, that was finest Lee Perry Productions. Uh, Toots sets a wonderful example because music is some of the most uplifting and positive of that Roots era. His voice is so rich, but he also is so positive and so giving of his own energy to his audiences and very, very musically disciplined and his band is one of the sharpest and he really lives up to his reputation. Jimmy stories with him? Toots, we lived on State Street in Rochester, New York, and he was staying at the Crown Plaza directly across the street from our apartment. We played with Toots at one of the biggest shows we'd ever done at the time in Rochester, a big free outdoor jazz fest thing. Toots, the headline, the end of the festival, blew it out in the street, and we got to open for him. And we were heading off to Bonnaroo that night, the minute we were done with the set. But we were running late, running around, and we found ourselves back at our house 
getting our last things together as Toots was pulling into his hotel. And uh, Dylan, the guitar player who's met Toots before, ran over and said, hey, hey, man, nice to play with you. It was a great honor. And he turned to us with both his hands in the air and just like all the way while we were driving away was pounding two hands in the air, just like, giving us, you know, the best energy we could get to hit the road That's with. That's awesome, man. And we were just proud to be there with him, let alone like that he acknowledged us. Speaking about legends, we're doing a show on Michael Jackson. Oh, man. How has Michael Jackson influenced you personally or, or musically? Michael to me means quality, top quality from the time he was, the public was aware of him. I mean, he was five years old making untouchably high quality music and it never wasn't untouchably high quality. And I have nothing but the utmost respect for Michael's music. I think with somebody like Michael Jackson, the influence is so thick it's so ingrained in everything like you take him for granted as a part of reality or like a culture of his own or like a it was definitely a shock it felt like you know part of our childhood was taken well not just childhood but you know whole life, life. right yeah it exactly. Is, exactly like part of other people's you know everybody he's been there 50 years 45 years of his 50 years i know it's insane been... the band takes a very green stance i mean you guys are participating in the think tank we're participating in the think tank they they asked us to do that because i guess they picked up on the green stance. We're not too preachy about it or anything, but we, in our own lives and in our own uh, travels, have made choices and changes. The Sprinter runs on diesel and we've converted it to run on waste veggie oil. And it's been a process getting to know the whole scene, but we put a lot of thought and a lot of money into getting it real right. And this is the first summer, so we're kind of just getting it underway. How do you get the oil for it? Do you like go to restaurants and try to get what they... More and more you like can buy filtered waste veggie oil. You'd get waste veggie oil preferably from places that don't use any fat or any, you know, some places just fry tortilla chips or fry one little thing, uh, potato chips. You want as much of the clean stuff as you can get in the first place, then you have to filter it, let it settle out through all these filters, and then it's, you put it in your van. It goes through a little bit of a filter putting it in, but you put it in there and you burn it like diesel fuel. How many miles a gallon do you get? I'm, I'm just curious about this because no, 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 I'm not particular. I, I can't say like a specific number, but in uh, to give you an example, Rochester, New York to Burlington, Vermont, one 40-gallon tank of waste veggie oil. So that's like an eight-hour drive sometimes. Where do you see the evolution of your band? What do you see in the future? We see ourselves asserting our right to. Like you, you said we take a green stance. We take an everything stance. We feel a responsibility to bring the highest that we can bring. We feel the responsibility to give the audience and give people that take the time to en enjoy and experience music the best of what we can give them. And we treat our lives that way. We, we try to keep ourselves in good shape. We try to make good choices with our bodies and with our, with our lives and our actions and the way we speak to people. And, you know, and, and I hope that our band can keep reflecting that and uh, keep getting more gigs like at Rothbury, you know, to, to reflect that and stay true to our roots. And we always want to be able to be who we are and maintain creative integrity. And Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for being with us. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks.